Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by Seven Sisters Homeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Vicki, and I am so excited because today we have a friend that we've been trying to connect with for a long, long time, and one thing and another has, has interrupted us. So I am so pleased to introduce to everybody our friend Tiffany Jefferson. And for you guys who are, um, familiar with homeschool legal defense, you have seen her family in one of their advertisements. So um, I'll have to put links in the show notes to that cute ad. So anyway, so Tiffany, introduce yourself and tell us about your family and your homeschool journey. Sure. Vicki, I'd be glad to do that. Thank you for having me on today's podcast episode. So as Vicki said, my name is Tiffany Jefferson. Um, I am happily married and my husband and I are the proud parents of nine children outside of the womb and our 10th child. Um, we're expecting her to make her debut within the next five weeks. So I'm a mother to seven sons and two daughters, um, ranging in ages right now from 22 all the way down to two. <laughs> so you are going to be homeschooling for a very long time. I am going to be homeschooling <laughs> for a while, but you know what? That um, I'm delighted to be able to do, be able to do this. I tell my older children all the time, the ones who have graduated, that uh, I would gladly do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, Me it, too. It was worth it. Yeah. Been worth yeah. It. So today we're going to talk about homeschooling multiple ages, and you are the perfect person to do that. So can you tell us how you guys got started homeschooling and how on earth you have juggled so many different ages? Sure, sure. So we started about 14 years ago, and at that time we had four children ranging in ages from eight to not quite a one-year-old. and so. Um, all of the school-age children that we had, and there were three of them, they were all going to public school. But um, our then first grade daughter, she was bright and an eager learner, but the teaching styles at school did not match her learning styles at all. So I was spending a lot of time with her after school every day, um, reviewing concepts that were taught in class. And so my husband and I were just getting really uncomfortable with the thought of what her academic future was going to look like if we left her in public school. So Mm -hmm. um, as we do with any decision, we began to pray and talk about the possibility of homeschooling. We knew nothing about homeschooling, Vicki. And (laughs) we only knew uh, three families at that time that that homeschooled. Uh And so um, one of them helped me understand how to, you know, comply with homeschool laws and Uh, Because of our financial situation at the time, there was another family that graciously allowed us to borrow all the curriculum that we needed to get started. Um, So you got a taste of homeschool community, even though it was so small at that time. I I did. And it was such a wonderful blessing. Because as I stated, we we knew nothing about homeschooling. Um, And it was just, it was something that we never talked about. you know, it was just my husband and I went to public school. I spent a little time in private school. And when it came time for our children to go to school, on the yellow bus, they went. <laughs> yep. 
So it, it was a really big step then for you guys to say, okay, we're going to do this differently and to launch your own homeschool program. And the, the cool thing about getting all the curriculum from somebody else, you didn't have to make any curriculum decisions. No, that I first, didn't. <laughs> yeah, first year, it's, it's a hard thing to do. No, I didn't. So we just started with our daughter that first year. Our boys yeah, remained um, in public school. And so as we were getting closer to, you know, starting, we had, we had agreed that, that homeschooling our daughter was the next step we were going to take. And I told my husband, I said, I feel like I'm giving up all my free time and being the man (laughs) of truth that he is. He looked at me and said, you are. (laughs) And I said, thank you, baby, for, for that, uh, just that, that truth that you're sharing with me. But, you know, um, I did give up a lot of free time and, you know, other moms who are listening to this, who, who have been there, there, there is a lot that you give up, but I feel like, um, what I gain and what our family has gained and what my children have gained pale. I mean, it's just what I had to give up to what Mm -hmm. we've gained. It is just no comparison. Mm -hmm. It's no comparison. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we brought our daughter home boys remained. And um, even though they were thriving academically, we could see that they weren't ready to process the educational agenda that was clashing with our family values. So Uh, the following year, we brought them home as well. And Uh by that time, they were sixth grade and third grade. And as I was getting ready for this interview, I was thinking, wow, so I brought you brought a middle schooler home and I didn't even, you did, didn't yeah. even bat an eye about it. At, but as I was thinking back about it, I was like, Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's kind of a big deal. But it, it, at that time I was just like, okay, this is what, this is what we're going to do. This is the next step. And so, um, we, so you had a little holy protection <laughs> there from stressing about that. <laughs> I certainly did. I certainly did. Um, so my daughter and I, we had a great first year and, um, there were plenty of tearful days for both of us. So anyone, any mama who's listening to this and you have cried or you're crying, it's okay. Your child is crying. Um, it's okay. We, we had tearful days, but I had the joy of watching her make strides in areas where she had once struggled. And that Vicky, it, I mean, it is, it is priceless to see that it is priceless that comes, um, after the, the consistency and the struggle and the, you know, we would, we would stop and pray when she was getting Mm -hmm. frustrated. I could feel that I was getting frustrated. I would just say, okay, we're going to pray. And then we're going to try this again. You know, we're going to pray. And then we're, we're just going to put this aside for today and we'll just awesome. yeah. do something else. Yeah. And we, we have the freedom to give ourselves permission to hit the pause button and say, this is enough for today, or let's just pause and we are, we're going to do something else. You know, every time I talk to one of our homeschool friends, I look for little sayings that people are uh, sharing that we can remember because that it just helps us to have a sound bite. And that one is, you know, it, give ourselves permission to hit that pause yes. button. 
It is such a wise thing. Like we are not required to finish every lesson every day. Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah. So, so eventually you had your first kid entered high school. So you had high school and middle school and elementary school and kids who weren't in school. How on earth did you juggle all those? Okay. Well, first of all, grace. (laughs) Definitely God's enabling grace. I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't state that first. And the, um, the prayer and support of my husband um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to start off with. Now, more practically, um, what that looked like was after my second year of homeschooling. Um, so I'm, I'm backing up a little bit, but a friend introduced me <laughs> to a local homeschooling support group. And uh, nice. when I went to mm-hmm. the first meeting, I went with one question and one question only, Vicki. Is there one curriculum that I can use to teach three children? Like, I had spent the previous year using three different curricula for main subjects, and that Mm. left me feeling spread too thin, and I did not want to repeat that. So they recommended something. um, I researched it, and it was a perfect fit for our family, so much so that we ended up using it for at least five years. And um, What what, what did you choose? We went with My Father's World. Ah, yes. yes. Uh Mm -hmm. And um, one thing I didn't mention in my intro is that after, you know, all of my experiences in homeschooling, I started my own homeschooling consulting business. So this, that curriculum is still a curriculum that I recommend to my clients, especially those who are new to homeschooling, because you don't have to plan a single lesson. Oh, nice. nice. Um, and that matters when you've got so many kids does. in the house. It does. And you're, you're, you know, I was learning the ropes of homeschooling and having more than one child that I was educating. So, um, That having a curriculum that I could use with multiple ages and multiple grades was definitely a winner. Mm -hmm. Secondly, um, was enlisting the help of my older children. So, Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, At the time when our first child entered into high school, well, at one point we had one who was graduating. And then one who was starting kindergarten. So, you know, it was kind of this, this cycle. So you, you mentioned the spread and I definitely did have that. Um, But enlisting the help of the older children. So on any given day uh, during school time, you can find a younger sibling holding the baby while I'm working on Mm -hmm. a lesson with someone else, playing with a toddler Mm -hmm. or an older sibling, Mm -hmm. listening to a younger sibling read or giving a spelling test or you know, helping with word problems. So one thing that I, that I've often said about homeschooling multiple ages, it just, it means that I have extra helpers and yeah, um, it yeah. means that I have to enlist those extra helpers though. Um, yeah. And it is a good thing to enlist <laughs> the extra helpers. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, this was a lesson that my husband really encouraged me to learn before we even started homeschooling. It was, you know, it just started with household management. And, you know, I was saying, I've got so much to do and I just can't get it done. And he said, well, Mm -hmm. I just walked past three children who aren't doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) Revolutionary, right? (laughs) Tiffany, 
I want to encourage you to get them involved in what you're doing around the house. Give them what they can do mm-hmm. so that you can do only what you can do. And if you don't do that, you're still, you're still going to feel the way that you do right now. And it's not going to be anybody's fault, but yours. And I thought, you know, I sure do love you. I, I'm not sure how I feel about what you said right now, but I, I knew it was true. You know, I knew it was true. And so I, you know, gradually, gradually made the shift to, to doing that. And then it just flowed over into homeschooling yeah. just as a way of life. So um, let's see. And I think those are, those are the main things. And realizing also that, you know, I mentioned with the teacher's manual, because you don't have to plan out a lesson. And you said, you know, we don't ever have to do everything that they have listed. And that is yeah. the beauty of, one of the beauties of homeschooling. It's, okay, I have this teacher's manual, but this teacher's manual is my guide. It is not my master. And so awesome. that was another lesson. And it continues to be a lesson for me as I'm homeschooling multiple ages and grades. Okay. This is what the teacher's manual says, but is that going to be a good fit for my child? Is that going to be a good fit mm-hmm. for today? You know, yeah. And if, yeah. if the baby is super fussy, if the toddler is having a meltdown, maybe a hands-on activity that requires a lot of my attention is not going to be the best thing. Maybe the best thing is just a coloring page, some markers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's just experiential learning re- really at that yes. point. And that's good. It is. It yeah. Is. So as your, your oldest kids got through the high school process, did they start doing more independent learning? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I have started to do, uh, started to do with them and even continue to do with the ones who are either entering into high school or seventh or eighth graders is once they're in seventh or eighth grade, depending on the child, I teach them how to use a planner um, to plan out their mm-hmm. lessons. So we sit down and we look at, because right now we're using, we've been using Tapestry of Grace for a number of years. So they can see all their reading assignments that have to be completed for a week. And then they have to break it up over five days so that they can get it done. Um, so they are learning to own their own education at that point. Yes, absolutely. And um, yeah. so it, that's one thing that I, I guide them through. Another is they're, let's say they're working on paper or, or writing assignment. and so. They have, I give them a deadline for when their rough draft is due and when their final draft is due. And we have this little filing system in our homeschool room where they put their papers once they're ready for me to grade if they're turning in an assignment. And then once Mm -hmm. I'm finished with it, I communicate that with them and they have a folder system where I put their papers so that they can then go ahead and grab it and they're not waiting. So you you do a lot of the organization between their work and your working with that work in a system of file folders. Yes, I do. That is so smart. I, I yeah. learned that from um, the creator of Tapestry of Grace. So that's not that's not an original uh-huh. idea. It's something that she shared. Yeah. And um, so 
I tried it with our oldest son when he was entering into high school. And then at one point I had three high schoolers at one time, Vicki. Oh my goodness. Oh my. And uh-huh. so that really came in handy um, because the writing assignments that needed to be graded were never ending, it seemed like. <laughs> Or the science test that needed to be greater, the math test. Yeah, especially in high school, yes. the, the volume just increases. It, it yes. really does, and it it did. So that um, having that organization up front and having the children familiar with that system um, really helped, especially when my when our oldest son was a senior. I was pregnant, and um, it was a very very rough pregnancy, and so. For the first three months, my family was taking care of me and everything Mm -hmm. else and everyone Mm -hmm. else. And so, but Mm -hmm. thanks be to God, because of the system and the, that we had already established, our son was able, and and the older children as well, who were high schoolers, but not graduating yet, were able to continue Mm -hmm. on with what they were doing uh, because they had, we had that system place. And so. So that the structure helped the school carry on, even though you were you were carrying on. I sure was. <laughs> so. I sure was. So so when your oldest, so you had your first one, a senior in high school, and he's going on to college. And how did you make that transition with him? Like, was it a like what school am I going to or? Um, you know, a big wrestling decision or did it just naturally flow? Like how stressed did you and he get about that? Um, he was not stressed at all. Um, he had some, some things that he already, you know, like as far as school size and proximity mm-hmm. to where we were living at that time, he still wanted to be fairly close to home. Um, he knew what he wanted to major in. And so in typical oldest child fashion, he was very organized uh-huh. and systematic about it. Now, yeah. and he learned some of that from um, his mom, right? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. And uh, for me, this was completely new territory, right? Um, I, I had never walked with a homeschool child through applying to college. I mean, I had done that yeah. myself but I wasn't yeah. homeschooled and, you know, different times. So we had um, our umbrella school. There was a lady there who was very instrumental in helping me and walking through that process with me um, so that I could understand what to do. And I, you know, we were, we were both, him and I were both tracking deadlines. So, you know, yeah. starting junior year, I gave him a list of deadlines and said, these are yours. <laughs> good. So he yes. owned it. Very you, good. These are yours. You and I, you know, so we just kept communication open if he ran into a hurdle or something wasn't clear. Um, but yes, at, you know, starting, like I said, at seventh, eighth grade, having them start to take more ownership of their education. And by the time it was, you know, junior, senior year, I'm still involved, but in a different kind of capacity. It's, you know, my husband likens it to, um, to parenting, you know, as our children get older, 
the way that we parent, it changes uh, or it should anyway. Um, yeah. For the, the right. health of the relationship and our own, our children's own growth. So, and again, my husband following, uh, or, you know, me following my husband's example of, mm-hmm. of doing that um, really helped in homeschooling because I, I didn't, I didn't feel like all the weight was on me. Yeah. Yeah. You really had a unified system there between you and him and then your son and you could work together in sync. So now you have how many, three in college? Well, I have two in college now and our oldest graduated from college in May. Oh, yes. We have a college. Thank you. So excited and so proud of him. So yes, yeah. college graduate yeah. and then two that are in college. Um, the rest of the children have a ninth grader, a seventh grader, a fifth grader, a second grader, an almost four-year-old, and then a two-year-old. And I also already mentioned baby on the way. So yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe the two-year-old is the one I met when you went to the two-to-one conference and just had a little babe in arms. Uh, The first time, Um, it it was actually the little guy who's almost four that you met. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. Oh, my goodness. uh, Oh, so much time passes. It always impressed me, Tiffany, every time I saw you at that conference, here's this little tiny baby. And you could have been so stressed, like, is he going to make noise? Or And instead, you were just so calm and full of grace. And, and that graciousness had I, just stuck in my head, like, what a, what a godly, gracious oh, woman. Thank so you. I, uh, I, that was when I saw you and that child and just watched throughout the conference, I said, someday we've got to interview T- Tiffany on the uh, podcast. So thank you for being willing oh, to I'm, do this. I'm glad to do it. And you know, that, that environment at that conference really just lends itself to mothers bringing their babies. I felt like yes. everyone there was, was so gracious when he did, when he did make a peep or a noise, you know, I had other women who were volunteering were fighting. Yeah. You were surrounded by <laughs> other moms for sure. To hold him. Yeah. So yeah, it was great. So, so Tiffany, what would you say to a mom who's about to start their first high schooler and they've got a whole bunch of youngers in the house, like any pieces of encouragement or wisdom that you could give them? Absolutely. So the first would be to pray and discern the direction for your child or your children's education and with your husband, if possible, that, that is, that would be my first piece of advice. Um, Second, not to be overcommitted outside the home, especially for your first year. Um, mm-hmm. There is so much that's available to homeschoolers, and there's so much yeah. <laughs> freedom in being able to make your own schedule. But if we're not careful, yeah. it can be yeah. a trap. And, um, yeah. you know, mamas find themselves car schooling instead of homeschooling, <laughs> which disrupts the balance of home life. Um, so not to be overcommitted. Then, uh, the third thing that I would say is, um, to understand the biblical mandate to educate your children and how it goes beyond their academia. Um, in, in Deuteronomy chapter six, it talks about, um, 
teaching the precepts to our children diligently and talking about them when we sit in our house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise mm-hmm. up. I firmly believe mm-hmm. that uh, homeschooling is 95% character development and 5% academic. Absolutely. Um, yes. There's so much that I have learned about the Lord and my own myself. <laughs> And especially yes, yes. In, <laughs> in the process. And um, oftentimes in a day, we're learning more about and developing the character of the child more so than um, what they can learn out of a book. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and then the last thing I would say to that mother is, to remember that they've been their child's teacher all along, all along. Yeah. And so yeah. they're, mm-hmm. they're taking on a more formal role, if you will. Yeah. Um, but they've been their, their child's teacher all along. And so they are equipped. It's, it's really not a new it job. It really isn't. Yeah. Tiffany, if, if one of our homeschool friends wanted to contact you, are you still doing the coaching, the advising? I am. I am. And that yeah. information is over on my blog, which is www.finishwithjoy.com. And um, they can find out more about my homeschool consulting and the services that I offer. That is so cool. So we will put links to that. And the, the blog posts there on your site are, again, just like you, they're just so gracious. It was so encouraging. And then also they can find you on Facebook. They can find me on Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook page with the same title as my blog. And I'm also over on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at finish with joy. Very good. And I will put links to all those in the show notes. So thank you, Tiffany, for being with us. It's so encouraging to share your wisdom and just to have a chance to actually catch up and talk. We've been trying. Yeah, so long. Thank you so much. So, thank you for this opportunity. Yeah. And before you go, if everyone would just hop over to iTunes or wherever you're listening and give us some reviews, um, it helps other people to be able to find out and get some encouragement. Uh, for homeschooling high school. This has been the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Mm-hmm.